Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious or just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message. And I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Sarah, I just want to call and tell you that you are completely unhinged on the Unstable Topics threads account, and I am here for it. I appreciate it. I hope more people follow Unstable Topics on Threads because I'm really I'm really banking on this being the platform that we become influencers on. And I am ready for sponsorships, I'm ready for all of that. And so you just keep you keep interacting with accounts in your completely wild and crazy way, and I will be here watching and liking. End of message. Your episode of Unstable Topics will be starting in three. One fight. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. Okay, I I think this is an unstable thought, maybe, but maybe it's perfectly stable. I need you to tell me. Um, bulk trash mm. comes once a month in Dallas. Really? When does does it come more than once a month in Denton? I think so. I think you just schedule it. What? Yeah, I think you just schedule it because it's been a couple times we've had some bulk items and you just call and you schedule it and they come and pick it up. Wait, no, like concierge bulk trash? Yeah, like there's a time once a week, I believe they do bulk trash pickup. And so you just say, I have bulk trash. And so you oh, you have to out. tell them. You have to tell them to come and check yeah. for bulk yeah. trash. So I think it's like once a week. And it's not an extra charge. No, unless it's like over a certain weight but like 15 feet or something right i don't even know what it is we've had like trying to think a mattress and some other stuff and everything was always fine and never was an issue it comes once a month and every time it comes it comes for us the second week and that's all they say the second week because i'm well i'm like what's the second week so i think it's this week or maybe i don't know but we always we either are like we're we're always kyle and i are always like we got to get it out for bulk trash and then all of a sudden, we see neighbors putting stuff out, and we're like, it must be bulk trash week, you know? But then life happens, and then you end up with all your bulk trash, and it just is waiting to go outside. Like, we have so many boxes of things that need to go out, and an old TV that our kids broke. Like, we have things that we need to put out for bulk trash, and it is stressful that I am not sure what the second week of the month is. What I is they need it? to put dates. They need to put dates. And I will say, my neighbors are my neighborhood group. And they're very courteous because they'll put out an announcement when trash gets moved. Like, hey, just a reminder, it was 4th of July. Trash has been moved one day. This, that, and the other. And but I'm, it's on the neighbors. Your neighbors yes, are doing that. Well, the city of Denton puts out an, an announcement no, as no, well. No, but 
I will say when you – I do not like when people say, oh, the third week or the second week or whatever because I'm like, what is a week? Is it, Are you talking like a full seven days or are you talking about if the first is on a Wednesday? Is that the first week of the month? Right. Or the first full week is the next week. And so the second week would actually be the third on the – if you're like looking at a calendar, the third line. Right. Are we talking like li- – yeah, exactly. Lines on a calendar or days divided right. by seven. Right. It's too complicated. Too complicated. It's, that also makes me think when people say like turn – okay, I'm going to say something and you tell me tell me what this means. Mm-hmm. It's 70 degrees. I say, can you turn up the AC? What degree would you put it on? Turn up the AC? Mm-hmm. I would think you would want like 71 or 72. You would? Yeah. When I say that, I mean I want it colder. I always say turn down because the numbers are going down. Whew. Okay. Turn, turn down about, these. I understand. But yeah, like crank. crank. So someone says up. crank crank up the AC though. I'm going to turn it to 71, 72 again because it's up. I instead will say it's too cold. Will you make it warmer? <laughs> it's too hot. I need to go turn down the AC. But That's I do wild. I do understand though, turn down, meaning it's too much. I'm going to turn down the, the amount. Right. I do right. get it. But logically in my mind, up is up, but down is down. It's one of those things you all of a sudden start overthinking. Or like when yes. someone, like, so let's say it's Tuesday mm-hmm. and someone says, oh, I'll see you next Thursday. Do they mean the day two days away or do they mean the following nine days away i would say nine days nine days is where i would go i would too i would too i would would see i would see you next wednesday it would be the following week right but but some people don't some people don't this sounds like something that we should take to court are you ready for a fact fact court dun dun but yeah yeah, that's, you're going to really like that transition when you hear this fact. Wait for it. In 1893, the Supreme Court unanimously ruled that, despite science saying otherwise, the tomato should be classified as a vegetable. I will say these are the cases the Supreme Court needs to be deciding. Nothing else. This is an actual one that should use the judge's time because it is something that impacts everybody 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 is impacted by the qualification of a tomato and i appreciate them understanding what the courts should be used for it was a very important time in america's history you know people were like struggling to they were like how are we ever going to unify this country and the supreme court was like i know we will hear this case about tomatoes and whether or not they should be a fruit or a vegetable. I do wonder, I'm curious, if during this time there are certain tax advantages to fruit producers or vegetable producers. So if you were growing a tomato and you it is a vegetable, but there's more taxes for fruits or whatever, they're like, I'm going to try and sneak it in. That's a thousand percent what the case was about. So the so the government had said there should be tariffs on vegetables, but not tariffs on fruit. And so a exporter of tomatoes said, "Well, I should be paid back for all of the times I paid tariffs on a tomato because a tomato is a fruit." And they had expert witnesses saying, based on the seeds, the way that a tomato is grown, it is in fact a fruit. And the Supreme Court said, "I, I love what you're saying here." 
you know, this is great. But sometimes we just have to ignore science and say it is actually a vegetable. Wow. This is that's almost verbatim what the ruling said. It's amazing that that is how our minds work now when you hear something about our government and these cases or whatever, like, oh, there has to be money involved. There Always. has to be some type of somebody winning out. And it's probably not going to be the farmer. No. Or the individual. It's no. going to be the corporation, the government, whatever. It's Golly. Never, man. Some things never change. Never change. Well, Sarah, are you ready to react? I was born ready, Maggie. Okay, good. So the Supreme Court said tomatoes are vegetables, even though they are technically a fruit. What is an opinion you hold that might not be factually correct, but you stand by it? Oh, wow. That's a good, that's a really good question, Maggie. That's not factually correct, but I stand by it. I I am a person that have strong beliefs in certain things. Not a lot of things, but the certain things I hold true. Mm -hmm. However, I will be turned. I can be turned and convinced I will change my mind. I am capable of changing my mind. I Mm -hmm. am not proud when it happens, but I will talk about it. And I will say recently we talked about Galveston Beach And the thing is, though, this episode is going to air before our conversation we had recently with Lacey where Galveston was brought up. And I am going to say I have enjoyed my time at Galveston. And I will go back to Galveston. I think it's a fun place to go with your family. You can rent a house. The beach is big. The kids love it. Mm -hmm. It's accessible. It's only a five-hour drive. But you commented and said it was a poo-poo beach. (laughs) Did I verbatim say that? I, I can't wait to hear this episode in a few episodes, and and I know that's what I implied, but I didn't know if I actually I called said it a poop. poop. I'm pretty sure you said poop. Okay, good. Yeah. And then recently, yeah. an article came out where it's talking about beaches, and I'm gonna be honest, I just read the headline and saw that oceans are filled with poop, and beaches are filled with poop, and Galveston was on that list, and I and I am here to say, yeah, uh, the ocean on the Galveston beach could be poop, but you know what? I still think it's fun. (laughs) You know what I appreciate is that people will now hear your response to that. They will hear our episode with Lacey Pittman to Monic coming out soon, and they will be listening to how hard you defend it. And they'll be able to hear how, how now you are still going to go hard for it, even though factually it's, it's harder to defend. Well, here's the thing. Fish poop in the water. Of course. You know, and I didn't read the article, and it's on the list. And I don't know what other beaches are on the list, but I'm sure like there's a lot of beach. Did you read the article? No, of course not. I read the headline and thought, I'm right. Step right up. It's time to play Friend, Enemy, Block. Yes. Who of these three celebrities provided will Sarah or Maggie pick to be their friend, to be their enemy, and to block from all contact for the rest of their lives? Let's find out on Friend, Enemy, Block! This trio is nothing to fry about. Out of these fried side dishes, which one would you friend? Which one would be your enemy? And which one would you block? Curly fries, crinkle cut fries, or regular fries. Excellent. 
Easy peasy. Let me tell you a quick story. When I was in eighth grade, my best friend Katie and I wrote a song about how much we love fries. So I've been preparing for this moment since I was 13 years old. Uh, Friend, curly fry. Why? They're different. They're unique. They bring out a spicy side to me. I love a curly fry. Delicious. Top 10 fry. Friend. Enemy. Regular fry. They're fine. They're always there. I love them. I honestly will eat them so quickly with my hands. I think they're great. Um, I think they're great, but also like a little overplayed, right? So like an enemy. I might be a little jealous of regular fry. You know, everyone likes a regular fry. There's nothing offensive about a regular fry. Crinkle fry is going to be blocked. And the reason why is because a crinkle fry is basically mashed potatoes with a very light crinkle. And that's not what I want all the time. I want a crinkle fry with a fish fry because the fish fry is crispier and the crinkle fry is a little softer. But do I want a crinkle fry with every side as my side for every dish? No. Flat out blocking it. Goodbye crinkle fry wow wow i didn't ex- i you know what i i didn't know what to expect but now hearing your rationale i'm like okay this tracks for maggie i love a crinkle cut i l-o-v-e a crinkle cut fry would it that is- be your friend um or would yes. that be your block or that your enemy be, that would be my friend and i would block curly fries wow yes it was between enemy of a curly fry, a curly fry, or block because and I think I'm going to go block because they're just too unreliable. Sometimes mm. they can just be too crispy, and it's almost like you're just eating like crunch and like a like a hard burnt something with some seasoning. Mm-hmm. I like I like a softer fry, which is why I think crinkle cut would be my friend. I would be enemies just like you with a regular one because I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not going to love you. I'm not going right. to love it. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I just would rather take I, – I mean, I think that we both accurately described the fry that each other would be enemies with yes. or block. I, yes. You know, like you accurately described curly fries. Yes, sometimes they can be too cooked and too crunchy. Mm-hmm. That is personally how I like my fries extra fried see i like my french fries mushy you like them more french i like them more fried yeah exactly i was gonna throw in the highly debatable waffle fry oh but i feel like that's too niche you know yeah yeah i mean i i do like I, i like a waffle fry over a crinkle fry if i'm being honest in my ranking because you can scoop more ketchup on it it's still firmer Oh, the best thing about a crinkle cut fry is you can bend it over and dip it that way. Oh, that is a nice feature. That is a nice feature. It's so good. Still blocking it. That was cute. Thanks to all our friends and enemies for playing along. Uh, Sarah, are you ready for a fact? I am ready. While the dining room or kitchen table is the most popular place to eat, nearly one in three people eat their meals on their couch, and 17% eat on their bed. Ugh, gross. Do you eat in your bed at all? No, unless I'm sick, and even then it oogs me out. Not even snacks? No. I mean, I'm trying to think the last time I ate in the bed now. 
Because then the crumbs get in the bed and it's just uncomfortable. It's just what if it's ice cream? Even worse. Because that will drip. No. You don't eat ice cream? Not like on a, con- not on a cone. Ice no. cream in a bowl. Yeah, no. And then you have – and then let me tell you this. If you're going to eat in bed and you're – ice cream i'm assuming is an enjoyable experience for you if you're eating it in bed you're going to put it on your nightstand because you're not going to get up and go straight to the kitchen and now you get a soupy ice cream bowl when you wake up the next morning or whatever and it's just gross no you're not now in the before times before children jamie and i would, would eat plenty of meal on the couch plenty of meal like the the coffee table as everyone does but since children no Got to sit at the table. Got to sit at the table. Every meal is at the table. So here, there's a couple times where I'll have Walter eat his lunch. He can eat it on the couch if Annie's not here. Like if she's. With but her if mom. the baby's around, then it's like this is chaos. Yes, because the dog. Right. Yes. And yeah. Then it becomes a thing. Like I've tried so many picnics, indoor picnics. Never a fun we, experience. Yeah. No, we do a lot of picnics, and then most of it is spent yelling at our dog. Mm-hmm. You know, like, get away! Mom, we do it. I need a blocker. Put up, a, put up a blocker. Shoo, shoo. Yeah, we uh, we eat. Well, so I like to eat at the table. Mm-hmm. But I also do like to eat at, on the floor. I don't even like to eat on the couch. We actually have a rule, no eating on the couch since we got our new couch. That's and a, we're like, we don't on. eat. Pause. We don't eat on the couch. Pause. That's very un-Austin of you. I know, but that's because our last couches have been <laughs> just destroyed. Wow. by children and dogs and so i was like the rule is no eating on the couch so we eat we'll do like a picnic on the floor what about snacks no no food on the couch this is but blowing. no we are really holy, yes because we eat on the like i'll have to eat snacks on the couch the annie had a popsicle on the couch on the couch on the couch we have two couches we do have a playroom yeah. couch right no so in our playroom they can eat on that couch that couch uh, is fine is not fine that couch <laughs> is not fine because the children are allowed to eat on that couch. That couch is very sad, very quickly. And I love the couch. It folds down into bed very nice, but it is just – I have to keep a cover on it constantly. Okay. So this is – okay, then this is the same as the Adam's rule because the couch in the living room. Right. Unless it's me eating on the couch. Yes, I can – well, I still don't though because I'm so worried. I'm like, what would happen? And and if like Kyle or I sit on the couch, the kids are like, no eating on the couch. And we're like, you're absolutely <laughs> right. We all follow that rule all of the time. <laughs> I haven't made that rule inaudible. So because of that, I think there's some loopholes. There's some wiggle room. There's some wiggle no, room. It is it was I I have to say I'm a pretty like loose parent. Yeah. And we're pretty like flexible. I'm like, I don't know, we live in the gray, you know? And the only rule that I have hard and fast enforced is you do not eat <laughs> on the living room couch. And surprisingly, my children who have very long leashes have really, really, this is like, they'll probably talk about it in therapy. They'll be like, my mom was so serious about not eating on the couch. I can't stop giggling about this. Just because you know my family and you know how, yeah, no. It's just hysterical to me. It's great. I'm glad, you know, it's working out. Your boundaries are being kept. I hope come over sometime and try and sit down on my couch and pull out like a chewy bar and watch the Austin children be like, Sarah, get off. No, there's no eating on the couch. You could spill. You could make a mess. Eat on our rug that's covered in yogurt. 
Well, Sarah, um, I don't know if this react will make you laugh as hard as just the existence of me having a rule in my house, but are you ready? <laughs> are you ready to react? Yes. 30% of people eat on their couch, probably my guess is while watching TV. What is your favorite meal to eat in front of a TV show? It's not a meal. It's a snack. Okay. I will put some of Dot's spicy pretzels in a bowl and I'll mm-hmm. break them in half. Ooh. And then I put some semi-sweet chocolate chips inside that bowl. Then I mix them around. And then that's my snack because it's perfect. It's not too sweet. It's mm-hmm. not too salty. It's the perfect combination for a TV snack. I love that you take the time to break them in half. Well, and here's why. Because if you don't, which I have done in the past, and I have learned moving forward, that if you don't, you have two many pretzels in your hands to chocolate chips. If you break them in half, the ratio, because the size is smaller, chocolate chip right. to pretzel is different. And I will caveat and say, now eating in front, like if it's Jamie and I, we have like a date day or something and we're eating and we have the option to eat in front of the TV, it just feels wrong. It just feels wrong if yeah. it's a meal. Like I don't want to sit on the couch and eat this. This feels dirty, you know? What's, what's your favorite meal or snack to eat on the tv i love eat on the uh, tv eat on the yeah couch. i like to eat on t- like on top of my tv uh i like take out like a pad thai or sesame chicken you know sit with like some sort of rice or noodle mm. and sit and just like eat it with my in a little bowl with a little plastic fork yeah i dig that yeah it makes me feel like i'm in a movie i like that same with if i ever like pour myself a glass of wine you know, then and then sit in my living room. I'm like, who am I? A movie star? What am I? Am I the protagonist? Oh my gosh! And, and more so if you put it in a glass with a stem, a wine glass. With oh, a for stem. sure. Not just oh, yeah. like a cup. No, no. Put it in with a stem, and you're just like, what? Do I have kids? I don't know. Who is this person? When I do, very rarely do I drink like wine at home, but when I do, I always pour mine in a glass with a stem. And Kyle always prefers his to just be in a stemless glass. Same. And I have a hard time because I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. We're lead characters right now. So we need we need stem glasses because right now we are living a very fancy life. And then we sit on the floor in our yoga covered rug because we are not going to drink on the couch. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace.